The disgusting greed, shameless lying and naked exercise of political power of the big four banks are now on full display for any Australian who wishes to see. I'm Robert Barwick of the Citizens Party. The big four banks have announced 72 regional branch closures in just six weeks during October and November 2022. Ten of those banks have closed in the first fortnight of December. That's nearly as many branch closures as during all of 2021. We'll tell you more about the devastating effect these branch closures have had on our communities and what's behind it in a minute. First, you should know we're asking you to sign our petition calling for the enactment of a government-created and owned post office bank. A public post office bank is the key to breaking the Big Four's political and economic stranglehold over Australia. More on that soon. What's behind this massive escalation of bank branch closures? Here's how the ABC covered it. Quote, The banks close hundreds of branches and ATMs as services move online. Indeed, in fact sheets that the National Australia Bank distributes to customers of branches that it is closing, the bank claims, quote, More and more, our customers are choosing to do their banking online, over the phone or by video conference. Because of these changes, we've made the difficult decision to close our NAB branch. However, in this same fact sheet under How is Banking Changing?, NAB provides figures for that branch that reveal an enormous gulf between registered online and telephone users and active users. For example, the fact sheet for NAB's Bombala New South Wales branch reports that 89% of the customers are registered for online and telephone banking, but of those, only 31% are active users. What is the definition of active user? Most people have to bank often enough to be active users by any definition. Therefore, the percentage of active digital users being so small shows that despite being registered, the majority of NAB's Bombala branch customers do not bank online. The figures for other closed NAB branches show a consistent pattern. In town after town, the vast majority of users are not active. The bank's own figures show they're lying. Why do the big banks want to force people into online banking? Among other things, it's part of their war on cash. Why would banks want to get rid of cash? By forcing people into conducting all their transactions digitally, it means the banks can get a cut of many more transactions. Having fewer branch offices means lower costs for the banks. Eliminating cash also traps people so that the banks can carry out a bail-in policy during the next global financial crisis which means confiscating people's deposits to bail out the banks. Getting rid of cash enables the banks to have a totalitarian surveillance system that can monitor and measure all our financial transactions. In 2019, a bill was introduced into Parliament to make illegal all cash transactions over $10,000. The Citizens Party helped lead the fight to stop that legislation, and the effort succeeded, as announced by Senator Malcolm Roberts in a tweet in December of 2022. What they couldn't get through as legislation, the big four are now trying to accomplish de facto by shutting down face-to-face banking and ripping out ATMs. For millions of elderly, poor and regional Australians without access to the internet, bank branch closures are devastating and even life-threatening. What happens when a regional town loses its last bank? People have to travel 100 kilometres or further round trips to the nearest town to get cash. Often they do their shopping in that other town too. 
As a result, entire communities are threatened. Once thriving areas are shriveling and even faced with becoming ghost towns. In our modern society, banking services are as vital as postal services, water and electricity. Currently, in Australia, 575 towns that once had one or more major banks now have no bank at all. So what's the solution? Should we allow the short-sighted greed of a banking cartel to determine our future? Australia's history provides the answer. In 1911, a Labor government created the Commonwealth Bank of Australia, a people's bank. The first branches of the original Commonwealth Bank were post offices. Before it was privatised, in 1996, the Commonwealth Bank played a brilliant and crucial role in industrialising Australia. The Citizens' Party has drafted legislation to create a new government-owned public post office bank. This new People's Bank would make banking services available wherever there is a local post office. Licensed post offices, LPOs, are owned by people who live in your community. With a public post office bank, your LPO would provide guaranteed banking services. And the LPO group, which represents the interests of LPOs, has endorsed the creation of a postal bank. The postal bank would make loans to individuals and businesses assessed on their merits and based on good lending standards. Excess deposits could be loaned to local, state and federal governments to invest in infrastructure that Australia needs, like water projects and high-speed rail. Because it will be a government-owned bank, it will be responsible to provide a public benefit. Rates and fees would be as low as possible, forcing the private banks to compete. Private banks would not want to close their branches because they wouldn't want to lose customers. We need your support. If you agree that this idea makes sense, we ask you to take action now. It's urgent. Please, sign our petition. It's time to take action against the appalling greed, bald-faced lying and political manipulation of the Big Four banking cartel. Spoken and authorised by Robert Bowick, Citizens Party, Melbourne.